0: the Lord. Now listen to Doug Hewitt Mills.
1: First thing we want to look at is four categories of ministers. Number one, ministers who are running in vain. They are wasting their time. Galatians chapter one. Chapter 2. How many of us want to be in the ministry? If you don't, I think you should go home. This is not a camp for, this is not a Christian camp. It's a camp for soldiers and workers. All right? What do you think? Do you understand what I'm saying? it's not a camp for just Christianity the nice things of Christianity It's a camp for people who want to work who want to fight who want to do something in the ministry do you understand me right Galatians chapter 2 and then also uh, the aim of the camp is to make you into Ministers, pastors, okay. Amen. So if you don't really have that aim, I suggest that you go back. And when we have a break, just go as if you are going to buy some oranges, and then just just continue walking. Okay. Do you understand? I do, I don't want us to have any kind of ambiguous. Um, idea or understanding about why we are here. Amen. Amen. We are here for the work of the ministry, to seriously work for God, right? We are not here to learn about, um, I mean, everything is, is true, in the, everything is good in the Bible, but we are not here for that kind of thing. We are here for working and sacrificing, dying for God, choosing poverty instead of riches, choosing to die rather than to live so that you may gain your life. If you don't have faith you shouldn't be here because the things that are here are things that you can only flow with with believing and to believe things. Do you understand? Without believing, you can't be here. In fact, you shouldn't be here. You will not enjoy what I'm saying. I'll sound like a madman to you. Do you understand? Because there's only believing that can make you follow such things. Do you understand? Yeah. And I don't want you to feel unhappy. As a Christian, I'm not here to make people unhappy. I'm here to make you happy. So I know that these things do not... Are not compatible with people who are just trying to be Christians. We are going further than just being Christians. Yes. Amen. Amen. That is why I don't preach on Sunday mornings in most places. Even when I go and visit the branches, I'm actually going there to encourage the people that are sent to those places. So that's actually why I'm going more for the pastor than for the church. And when I go there and I find a, a message that can work on sunday morning Are you with me? Yeah. yeah. Cuz we have sunday morning. I mean, how can you say that you are serving God by coming to church on sunday morning once a week? I mean, you must be you, you must be joking. Yeah. There's nothing like that. And and then the service is for 2 hours and you come late. Yeah. So you arrive for just an hour of the service. You get it? And then you say you are, you are serving God. So it's, maybe that is okay for some people. But I tell you, we are not here to just serve God on Sunday mornings. Alright? So please, immediately when we take a break, yourself and then the people who are like you, you find your way to the main gate and then you go. Are you understanding? No, I'm not joking. No. I'm not joking because when I preach, you say, I'm, you may think, you, not that you may think, but later you say, I'm against education. Or I'm against masters. Yeah. I'm against your you doing your masters, and I'm not against your masters. I want you to do masters, and MBA, and PhD. <laughs> I want you to have. And you, I may say that I'm against your your new car or your or the car they are going to give you at your work. And also, and also, uh, what I'm talking about here, right, is to help you into full-time ministry it's not, it's not about so if you are not interested in full-time ministry, i don't also think you should come
2: here
1: i'm being very honest there will be a camp yeah there, there will be a camp there will be a camp for others or others who are not into such things do you get it yeah i don't want you to feel unhappy you know about anything. Because I told you that being a Christian, I don't think I should make people unhappy. You understand? So we are talking about full time ministry. We are talking about working for God. We are talking about looking at your profession and throwing it away. Yeah. You get it? And I know that there are such people here and those are the people that i'm interested in talking out too oh yeah and i also know that i also know you see one time i had a camp meeting when i was going i went there with that aim and i think it was in london and i, I put some chairs in front about 10 chairs or so or seven chairs or whatever because i, I saw that that thing i was flying I was flying there and I I sort of saw it. I should put those chairs there and say that those chairs would be filled and those chairs would be filled by missionaries who are going to go. And uh, in fact, looking back, I realized that the chairs were filled and even more than filled because almost everybody at the camp you see it does not even live in London again they have all gone to all different places Venezuela, Mexico, Caribbean islands places in Africa we get it and then the last one that I know of is about to go to Nigeria so if you are here for education In prosperity, honestly, you have missed your way here. You are lost. I say you are lost. It's not a a camp for such things. Because I can help you very much with those things. If you want that help, I can give you some of the best guidance, career guidance. And your career will be excellent because i have some experience in career guidance that many of you don't know about but that is not the topic here uh-huh. do, you, uh, do you understand that is not the topic yes <laughs> if i want to talk about career that's why i said that me i can help. and not only can i help you with the career guidance but i can help you with connections yeah to really get a good job. It's true. I, I won't lie to you. I won't lie to you. Because I know people. When we put on the television, we see our mates on uh, on TV in positions.
2: Yeah. It's true.
1: We see our mates, our classmates. And sometimes my wife will mention the name. Oh, and she will mention his nickname when she sees him on television as the minister of this or that or that our mates are there now you see so that's what i'm saying that i can give you these two things career guidance and then number two connections but that is not a topic here Uh and then i can meet you for the career guidance later maybe on sunday or another day but here is for fundamental radical ministry amen do you understand Yeah. for fundamentalism and then radicalism yeah and if you don't want it you shouldn't be here honestly are you listening because by the time I finish, you may say that I'm against your education. Because one of the students told me that I'm, it's like I'm against Masters. How do you tell me that I'm against Masters? You shouldn't have come. You shouldn't have come for the camp. So after you tell me that I'm against Masters, Masters degree. I went to the university for 7 years. 7 years, not 3. Like most of you 3 years. I went 7 years. How can I be against? My first degree was doctor, not a bachelor or something. <laughs> You get it? I'm not, I'm not against education. I could have also done biology or biochemistry or anything that is three years. But I did seven years. How can I be against education? I'm not against education. So there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. And I'm not against your good jobs. Alright? Just, just turn on the phone, somebody's phone. I'm not against your good jobs. Rather, I want to have um, you to have a good job. I really want you to prosper. Because there are two groups. Those of us who are going to work for God and those of you who are going to work for Pharaoh. And then you support us with your money. You work in the secular world and bring money to pay us to work for God. Do you understand? These are the two groups. Mm-hmm. So that's why I want you to do your master's PhD so that you earn more. And then you bring the tithes to the storehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then we use it to preach. These are the two groups. So if you are supposed to go and earn money and bring your tithe to the storehouse and then I'm diverting you to come and die for God and whatever, then we are confusing the issues. There are different lines. Do you see? Do, do you get it? Zachariah 13.
2: Great. Are you there?
1: Let's read from uh, verse 1. In that day there shall be a fountain open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of the Jerusalem for sin and uncleanness. Alright? And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord of hosts I will cut off the names of the idols, and they shall no more be remembered. And I will also cause the prophets and their spirits to pass out of the land. And shall come to pass that when they shall yet prophesy, verse three, then his father and mother that begat him shall say unto him, Thou shalt not live, for thou speakest lies in the name of the Lord. And his father and his mother that begat him shall trust him through when he prophesieth Do you understand? Because a time is going to come when people who are not prophets eh, and who are not ministers, when they are saying that they are prophecies, even their own fathers and mothers who say, you are lying, you are not a prophet. You get it? Because not everybody is a prophet. Are you there? And so it shall come to pass, verse 4, in that day the prophets shall be ashamed Every one of his vision when he had prophesied, neither shall they wear a rough garment to deceive. You see, wearing the, the clothes of a prophet as though you are a prophet. Verse 5. But he shall say, I am no prophet, I am a plowman. For man taught me to keep cattle from my youth. Are you there? And he will say, I am not a prophet, I am a tailor of the ground. For a man sold me as a slave in my youth. Alright? And then one shall say unto him, what are these wounds in thy hands? And he will answer, those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd. Amen. And smite the shepherd. Alright? So, ladies and gentlemen, a time is going to come where if you are a plowman, you say, I am a plowman. Amen. amen and if you are a shepherd say, i am a shepherd or i'm a prophet but know that people who are plowmen and tillers of ground will say i am a, a pastor because i have come to see that look not everybody is supposed to do this work not everybody is called to it it may sound funny but in as much as we are encouraging everybody to do your best and to work for the lord not everyone is a prophet or not everyone is called to such things because if you are not called to it at the time you pass through the test you see that you know you, you 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 will be insulting people who have helped you to come into the ministry because you realize that you are not supposed to come amen are you there yeah Okay, so it is this very reason for which we are having this camp, so that you really understand
2: some of the things we
1: are going through. So go back to Galatians. Four types of ministers, Galatians chapter 2, verse number one then after an interval of about 14 years I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas taking Titus along all right and it was because of a revelation that I went up and I submitted to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles but I did so in private okay to those who were of reputation for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. Amen. Amen. So the first thing is that there are people who are running in vain. This is the first type of minister. Okay? Are you there? Okay? Number two, let's turn to First Timothy chapter 3. And um, verse 1, it, says, it is a trustworthy saying, if any man has passed at the office of a overseer, it is a fine work that he desires to do. A bishop then must be above reproach, the husband of one wife, temperate, prudent, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not addicted to wine or pugnacious, All right, but gentle, peaceable, free from the love of money. Amen. Are you there? Verse 4. But he must be one who does what? Manages his own household well, keeping his children under control with all dignity. But if a man does not know how to manage his own household, how will he take care of the church of God? Alright? Then he says what? And not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Alright? That's one of the qualifications of someone who is to be in the ministry, is that he must not be a novice. And a novice simply means someone who is new. Or even some versions say a new convert, right? So you're not supposed to be somebody who is new in the system. And you must not be a beginner and a starter, right? And that, in other words, a novice is also someone who is without experience. That is a novice, somebody who is not experienced. Another one is that it's somebody who is not tested, Do you see? Another one is somebody who has not suffered. Do you see? And another one is someone who has not been through much. You get it? This is a novice. It's new. Okay? So it's someone without experience. It's someone who has not been tested. Is that not so? I once met a man on a plane who was building a ship. He said he was a ship builder. Built huge ships. And uh, so I asked him a bit about how they build ships. And he told me about how they're building, how he had come to Asia to build ships for me people in Asia, Korea. And he told me that, I mean, I asked him, so how do you know the ship will float? How do you know that it will work? He said, we test it. I said, where do you test it? And he mentioned some part of the sea and so on. He goes to test. A huge ship that is about 100 meters long that can carry hundreds and hundreds of containers right and he said we, we take it out to test it. You get it? Because it, it be built and everything with the engine and all that but it has to be tested. And a novice is someone who has not been tested. He's nice and everything but he's not been tested. He has He has not suffered. <laughs> Do you get it? there has not been through much. I was once watching an Air France uh, aeroplane and uh, they were doing a test of, of the plane. Right? They were test. I think it was a new plane. Because all the new planes are tested. And somebody has to test it. And the plane took off from here. And I think they even took some few people to join them to test the plane. Like that. It took off like this. And instead of going up like this, it went like this. Then when it was here, it continued to go straight like <laughs> that. <laughs> straight. And there was a forest. Yeah big forest in front and it just went at the same level above the ground. It took off about maybe 10 meters above the ground and it stayed like that and went straight into the forest. Exploded and crashed there. So aeroplanes also have to be tested. You get it? Are you there? Ships have to be tested and you also have to be tested. Otherwise, you are a novice. And, and many times, you, 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 you are allowed, you, you, you go through things so that you can be removed from the category of being a novice. Because once you are a novice, you are not qualified for ministry. You understand? So many times, what you think you are doing as the work of God is actually passing through things to remove that thing about you which makes you a novice and that's what many people don't know that many things are just experiences and experience to remove the delusions that are in and with a novice because once you are inexperienced you are not good for ministry. All right? How many understand what I'm talking about? Because there's, there's a lot of uh, things that can be attractive about God's work, about the ministry. Are you there? Yeah. You may think, wow, how easy it is. Bishop just stands there and he just talks to us. Everybody listens to him. You get it? Then he's invited to South Africa. I'm going to South Africa this weekend. And that's the fourth time that I'm going this year. I've been invited by yet another church to come and minister. Yeah. So I'm going on Friday, and I'm coming on Sunday. I'm going to preach just on Sunday. They invited me to come to preach on Sunday morning yeah and if buying a ticket for me puts me in a better class just to come to their church on sunday morning to preach and to come back so he said whoa man this is the future this is my future (laughs) you have to preach many sunday mornings with people not coming Many times and, 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 and to drive out something <laughs> well somebody would even want you to come to his church. But when you are a novice, you just look at all these things and say, "Wow, one time a novice came to stay <laughs> in, uh, <laughs> in, in one of our pastors' houses. And uh, as he was there one day he was I think he was having breakfast and he said the novice the novice said you know I am very happy to be here and and so the pastor asked him why are you happy to be here he said because I can see my future I can see how I'm going to be. I I can see what my future is. By being here. Do you see? And uh, you can always sense the novice when he's talking. You get it? You realize that they don't have a certain experience. And that is why I, I encourage you and I say, look, because of what you are going to pass through, you know, you must really want it. It's not something that we are... We, you, you, it's not something that you should be coerced into. Or maybe they said, a lost camp. So you just came. And they're not knowing that a thing it was another thing altogether. But you must want it because of what is coming. You must desire it. You get it? Are you there? yeah it's like marriage one of the reasons why you must love the person you are going to marry you must really like the person not just averagely you must love the person and like the person it's an important foundation for the future because of what is coming Because at least you love the person at a point. Do you understand the message? But if you if you don't, it's like, well, I, I have to. You know, it's like everybody's whatever. So, let me just flow with the thing. Hey! One day I went to visit a, a, a certain couple. And... When I when we finished, we left, I was with a brother. And so the, the other brother told me, well, you know, there's a problem in the house. Because well, the house looked quite funny. The husband sleeps somewhere, and the wife too sleeps at another place. So, I said, what's the problem? He said, the wife says that she cannot stand the husband. I can't stand him. I don't know whether they married because of some arrangement. So much so that if she has to sleep with her husband, she has to be drunk first. She She has to drink and be drunk so that she doesn't know what is happening because she cannot stand the person. giving <laughs> So look, because of what is coming, you need to be sure. That's why I said that it's ministry is something that you decided that come whatever. This after all what I want to do in my life. This is what I believe in. That's why I'm doing it. Not somebody who has deceived me into going. If tomorrow you come and tell me that I could have been earning this if I, I had taken my job at Standard Chartered or if I had done my national service, I would have done this, this, that, that, that. That's why I didn't want you to come for the camp. Because you come and tell me that one day. You get it? Yeah. I want you to be. It's ministry. And those of us who are, we really like it. It's our treasure. It's, it's the highest privilege for me to work for God. I can't, for me to be saved is such a great thing. But then, to take it further, that I should be a servant of God. I don't know what else to do. I, mean, I don't know what else I can be given. There's nothing else that can be given to me. When I pray, I don't pray for money. I don't pray for cars. I don't pray for houses. I don't pray for any of those things. To, to, to be pleasing to God, if I can be, is the greatest. Yeah. So, what I have is beyond these little things. Yeah. And it's so precious. You get it? It's so great it's not something for people to come and look at and say "Uh, (laughs) how much is it and then you put it down it's the highest there's nothing higher than that amen all right so a novice is someone who has no experience, is not tested, etc, etc. No time. Then the next one, the next third category of a minister is someone who has been tested and proved. And you see that in 1st Timothy, the same 1st Timothy chapter 3 as you read on. It says he must have a good reputation outside the church so that he will not fall into reproach. Deacons likewise must be men of dignity not double tongued or addicted to much wine, but holding to the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience, these men must also first be tested, then let them serve as deacons if they are beyond reproach. Amen. Amen. But notice 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10, it says, Let this also first be proved. Then let them use the office of a deacon, being found blameless. Alright? So, you have the third group who have been tested or proved. People who have been proved. Alright? Many times when I say, now, mission, they've not been proved. You get it? They've not been proved. Certain things have not been tested. And that is why some people don't survive on the mission field. And sometimes they do well on a a place, but they don't do well at another place. You get it? So they must be tested. Must be tested. So you can be someone who is a novice or someone who has been proved. Or American Bible says someone who has been tested. Right? And the first one is someone who is doing useless things. What is, it's not even does not even count. He says, and Paul said, I went to Jerusalem to see if I was running in vain. Because you can be a minister and all that you are doing is useless. You get it? You're just doing something useless. And God wants to take you out of that to another level. Even a novice is better. And then, after that, you become someone who's been tested with various tests. Okay? And then the last category is to become a man of reputation. Because in Galatians chapter 2, which we read earlier, Paul said when he was called by God, he took his revelations at a point to Jerusalem to see and to discuss what he was feeling with men of reputation. So there is something like a man or men of reputation, as far as the ministry is concerned. There are men of reputation. They have a reputation of having been around, of having survived. And they have a reputation of what God has used them for have a reputation of where they've been and things they have accomplished and what they've done in God and where they are in God and 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 that is something that not i am describing but because something that is being mentioned by the apostle Paul he says i went up by revelation and communicated unto them that gospel which i preach among the gentiles but privately to them which were of reputation lest by any means i should run or have run in vain i went to them which were of reputation so there are people of reputation to whom your ministry must be subject to at least for their input and their comments about what you are doing is very 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 important and even apostle paul did that He said, I've got revelations, I'm a prophet, I'm this, I'm that. But I know that there are men of reputation. You understand? People who have been with Jesus, people who have walked with Jesus, people who have stayed on this straight and narrow path for years, they have a reputation. Alright? So there are men of reputation in the ministry. And so God wants to take you from being a novice to being a man of reputation how many want to be a man of reputation all right so that is what this camp is all about and if you can survive i say if you can survive one day you'll be a man of reputation amen and every day of your life helps you to build up your reputation every day every month every year helps you to build up your reputation and that is why you you should not back down from different things that God gives you the opportunity to do. Amen. Amen. Because rarely will men of reputation sit to discuss with novices. Yes. Because it's a different realm. Recently I was somewhere with uh, some pastors and they were all men of reputation. Yeah. And I was talking with them and I realized that what we were saying If you are not a man of reputation, you can't even understand what they they are talking about. You wouldn't even relate with it. You get it? You have to be through some things before you can be there. Alright? But there are people who run away from the trials that come before them. Amen. Amen. Now, the next thing, okay, so we finish one chapter stand to your feet lift your hand and ask god to make you a man of reputation kandolaba marola thank you jesus for your blessing Father, thank you for your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Sit down. James chapter 1 verse 2. Now, I am sharing with you what I call the fate of a novice, or the future of a novice. James chapter 1 verse 2. Count it all joy. Can you get me my King James Bible? I think I need a King James Bible. Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations amen Amen. now everybody notice it have you found it james chapter 1 verse 2 count it all joy when not if you fall into diverse temptations when you fall into diverse temptations notice Kiki, are you noticing when you fall into diverse temptations so that's the future of a novice it's the future is clear it's when you fall into diverse temptation. this is when you fall into sin when you fall into different types of testings and temptations not if should in case maybe perhaps when when before it's going to happen and no matter how incredible it seems it will happen to you you never know that it is true until it has happened to you all right i'm going to give you some scriptures so that you will you can listen to me i'll read them out to you you can just make a note of them or just get a tape if you listen to tapes all right it says yea all that will live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution Or if you like, I'll leave out the last word so that you, you, you can understand. You see, yay, and anyway, when somebody's doing it, say yay when he says yay, when he says it like that, he's trying to tell you something, and he says, Yay, all that will live godly shall suffer. But when you look at a man of God preaching, like if you look at me, I don't look like somebody who suffers. Uh-huh. Do you understand? I look like somebody who is sailing, flowing, there's joy, things are working. Oh, we are blessed. Huh? Isn't it? So that is why we are I'm preaching these things to you. Because it's not easy to explain or help somebody to understand some of these things and unfortunately when you start to suffer problems or persecutions you feel that it's wrong it should not be happening and the reason why i and many other people who have some little experience cannot share with a novice or novices like you are because a novice cannot even understand and a novice when a novice hears of such thing, he would think that ah, uh, why how can it be somebody is backsliding somewhere and you start asking do you pray do you have prayer walks hmm. so all that will live godly in christ jesus shall suffer persecution all right that is second timothy three twelve. then another verse he says and thou shalt remember all the way which the lord thy god led thee these 40 years in the wilderness god led you in the wilderness to humble thee to humble thee to prove thee to prove thee To know what was in thine heart. Whether thou wouldest keep his commandments. Or no. He says, thou shalt remember. All the way with the Lord thy God led thee through the wilderness. God led you. He was leading his child. Near lions and foxes and wolves. No water. Bitterness. Hardships. God led you there intentionally to humble thee. Hey! Preach. To humble thee. To prove thee. Or, 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 or another verse you say, to test thee. So, <laughs> you have not yet seen something that will humble thee. Yeah. And most of the elders on campus are going to receive a shock of their lives when they come out of school unfortunately most of the elders have such delusions because when they are on campus they have such power they say to one come and he cometh and they say to another go and he go so when they come out of school they are shocked that they are nothing because you are just a leader of students and even that leadership you were appointed you came to meet something that was made something with a system something with structure something that was working you came to preside over something that was already there do you get it or you don't get it Yeah, fully So as you come along, you begin to be surprised. And so now, you must get ready, all ye novices, for something is coming to humble thee. Oh yeah. To humble thee. To prove thee. To know what was in thine heart. Even God cannot know what is in your heart. Till he passes you through some things then what is in your heart will come out all your shoutings and your amens and all that we will now see what is inside recently we had some titles in crate for aloes and you could see disloyalty some weakness, inability to lead all those things were there and all those things come out because of the work you are doing you don't even know what is in your own heart. in fact as you grow you will not even trust yourself or when you are young really trust yourself say lord spoke to me one i remember one novice (laughs) he was he was, going to, he was he was going to get married he said he said I don't see why I shouldn't get married I have a beloved I have a church on campus I have a. I think I have a car I have, and he was mentioning some things and these are the qualifications He said, I don't see why not I'm ready for life But you see, you need to decide which way you are going to go and go through. Because it's better to be humble than to be proud. Better. Anything that humbles you is better. Yeah. It's better to be humble than to be proud. You get it? Ah, so it, it's good. Anything that tests you it's good. Because when, when you are tested, you are headed for promotion. And tested, you cannot go. Yeah. You see some people, when you're sending them to some foreign country, wow. When you send them to some village, they, when you send them, they can never find a house to rent. Whenever they come, they say, there's no place there. (laughs) They say, go and find a place and rent. They they always come and say, there's no house there. Yeah. You see some novices, you employ them. Then you begin to see. They may smile and be nice and everything. You employ them and you start to work with them. They cannot come to work early. They cannot be corrected. When you correct them, they... Make a face. A face comes. Because somebody tells them, you cannot behave like this. You cannot squeeze your face talking to people. You cannot dress this way. You have to change your dressing. And then the face comes. And the anger comes. Why is this person talking to me like that? You see, small. Small one. Then yourself is coming. He says, to know what was in thine heart. When I say yourself comes, eh, I mean your heart. What is inside is now coming out. That's yourself. Your self is coming out. Yeah. So, you'll be surprised. So, the Lord. That's Deuteronomy 8 verse 2. Another one. It says, Thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or dreamer of dreams. The Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Deuteronomy 13 3. It says, For the Lord your God proveth you. Wow. I say he proveth you to know whether you love the Lord or God with all your heart and with all your soul. Amen. Amen. You know one of the things that the devil says about us? You know one of the things he says about us? One of the things he says about us is that we only serve God because he blesses us. It is is his song. His song is that these people, they don't really love you, God. They love money. And they love your blessings and the nice things that they see. But they don't really love you. And so, God is often forced to allow you to be tested See whether that thing is true or not. And sometimes the devil's, the liar, the liar seems to be proved to be telling the truth. Are we going to make the liar tell the truth? When he comes and says, that's what he said about Job. And he said, this man is only serving you. You have made a hedge around him. Remove the hedge and let us see. He's only serving you because of your hedge. And because of your blessings. Remove it. And we will see. And the Lord was forced, God was forced to remove the hedge. So that we will see whether the devil was telling, the liar was telling the truth. That this guy is only serving you because it's a good thing. And it's a blessing. And so when that thing is removed and you see that it looks as though serving God is not really leading to certain things. And it's rather even come up with the opposite. That's when we will see what is really in your heart. Yeah. I tell you. And many times the liar is shown to be telling the truth. Because when the so-called benefits and blessings are taken away then you see the people say ah i've changed my mind brother outside and refresh yourself in the green shed. amen, amen. now psalm 7 verse 9 Oh, let the wickedness oh, all oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end but establish the just for the righteous god trieth the hearts and the reins. psalm 7 verse 9 god trieth the hearts he will try your hearts hey now can we have come inside the heart that he's come to do examination of only the hearts huh come here adam You know, if you are a doctor, you can examine different parts. If I want to examine his heart, his heart is here, somewhere here. You know, I can examine his heart from outside. I need something to examine his heart. But even with that, just with my hands, I can look for certain things with my fingers here to find where the apex of his heart is, the tip of the heart. I can use my fingers to, to, to feel over here, to, to, to find that. you know. So now, I can decide that I want to examine his stomach, just his stomach. And I know where to press for his stomach. You get it? But if I want to check on his kidneys, you know, there's another place that I'll go. It's not here, it's not here, it's not here, it's not here. I'll go to the back here, and then there's a particular place at the back that I want to see about the kidney. If I want to... Uh, I examine uh, his uh, <laughs> ascending ascending colon and his cecum and appendix right. I have a place that right. you can't see it but I can do something that I'm you not know what I'm doing but I'm actually checking only that thing I can I can pick that place I can pick only that place I was yes. God tried the heart you he select only the heart oh, yeah. I'm not I'm now zeroing on the in on the heart and you keep on different places and God tests your heart. See how your heart is flowing. Now, by the time he has finished testing your heart, all your delusions will have gone away. You nah, you 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 see when they examine your heart, you realize many times your heart is wrong and you become worried. Become worried about yourself. You are not sure anymore. The higher you go in God, the less sure about anything you are. It's true. So, some of the things you are going to sit down are going to be just because God is testing your hearts. Psalm 17, verse 3 Thou hast proved my heart. Thou hast visited me in the night. Thou hast tried me and shall find nothing. I am purposed that my mouth shall not transgress. Psalm 17, verse 3. God is testing you. Amen. Amen. Then, I'm just talking about the fate or the future of a novice. The fate or the future of a novice is multiple testings. I mean, it's determined. It says, count it all joy. When? Not if you fall. When you fall. Are you there? All right? Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. As though some strange thing had happened unto you. 1 Peter 4 verse 12. He said, don't think it strange. As though some strange thing is happening. Nothing strange is happening. That's how it is. Amen. That is how it is some of our missionaries out there on the field they are they are novices so they think it's strange what they're experiencing some of them experience financial difficulties marital problems different things they find it so strange it's because you are a novice that's how it is so I don't think it's strange but because you are a novice, when something is happening so, what is this happening oh, no, no, no. that's not how it looks like are you are a novice it's very difficult very very difficult to serve god very difficult to be in the ministry and i prefer to tell you that than to tell you how easy it is and what a blessing it is so that if you are coming you really come with your mind and your heart made up i've got my mind made up hallelujah therefore Matthew 7 24, verse 20, 24 to 27. It said, Therefore, whoso heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended. Everybody say the rain descended. Rain descended. Hey, a time is going to come when the rain will descend. Are you ready? Right? Even though you are wise. <laughs> even though you are very wise oh, yeah. and your wisdom has brought you to serve God and has brought you to serve God in the ministry even though you are so you are, you have such foresight to see eternity the rain uh, is going to descend yeah expect it then he says and then the floods came notice the wet floods rain is descending and you would think that this one this is what we call a quadruple giving trial because the first one is that the rain is descending and sometimes the rain descends and then ah thank god it's over but no it's not yet over the bible said the floods came that's the double give triple guide, and then the winds blew the winds blew so the third one is the wind with the wind because wind is another thing altogether sometimes the rain is blowing you know one time it was raining in my house then the wind started to blow as the wind was blowing i started to feel the roofing sheet trying to peel off because the wind was trying to remove the roof so it was not just rain. Another problem was coming, and my room was leaking. So the rain was descending. Then the roof was also trying to go. I was feeling
2: crack,
1: but there were no floods because my house is on a on a slight on a slope. So the floods didn't come. So I escaped the floods. Are you there? And then the next one, and beat upon the house. Beatings of the house. Even though you are so wise, what's your name? Wise man. Huh? Ishmael. As wise as you may be, the winds will beat your house. And then you know whether you are a novice or not. Hallelujah. And it fell not for it was founded upon a rock and everyone that heareth these things of mine and doeth them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand the same four tests and the rain descended number one the floods came number two the winds blew number three and then beat upon the house number four and it fell And great was the fall of it. Another of them says that winds blew vehemently. So the same adjectives that fell upon the rich man, the same description, exactly the same happened to the wise man. So your wisdom does not exempt you from being tested. One day I was being accused of stealing money you know and I was a bit surprised I was a bit surprised because I've tried very hard to live my life in a way you know there are so many things I could do that would make me more of an executive than you see me plenty it's true a lot of things not difficult things For for, for us to do you you will see I mean if I wanted to you see and I tried I remember one time I was getting a car and I remember the Lord showed me that a lot of pastors have had problems because of cars so try not to let a car ever give you a problem that's why I don't drive certain cars even though we can afford them. And, and even sometimes they may even be cheaper. Because a Benz is sometimes cheaper than many other cars. But it gives more problems. Do, do you understand? So I was a bit surprised when somebody was now making me out to be a teacher. I could tell you a lot of things that I, I do and I don't do. Do you see? I was surprised. But you see, the Bible says that. Even the wise man who built his house on the rock experienced exactly the same thing that the foolish man experienced. Exactly the same thing. And no matter who you are, you, you may be the richest whatever, and you may come into the ministry and even pay yourself, or even not be paid by the church, but you, you hear it one day that you are just chopping the church's money one day i heard somebody say that i was uh, taking the church money to buy a car i think my mother had a new car i was taking a church money to buy a car for my mother so when i heard that i was quite surprised because it is my mother rather who has given me cars and the house that i live in was bought by my mother not by the church. It was so wonderful to hear that. I was rather <laughs> when she rather has been looking after me. In the ministry, you may not know you all owe her a lot. Yeah. But I was, I was, I was amazed. When I heard, I said, hey, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, you see, and don't be sad. He said, do not think it's strange. It it, it should not be strange, but it's only when you are a novice. So I know, now I know that there is nothing that cannot be said about me. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody wakes up and says, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Whatever. It's possible because I mean, that is how it is. The rains descended. The floods came. The winds blew. And then they were beating the house. For wise people, and for foolish people all will have it no matter and you may not know how the scripture will be fulfilled and when it is being fulfilled you will say hey fantastic i was told this particular thing and it is happening are you listening so that is the fate of a novice the next one first corinthians chapter 3 verse 12 it says if any man build upon the foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifested. Because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work. Of what sort it is if any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon he shall receive a reward if any man's work shall be burned he shall suffer loss but he himself shall be saved yet so as by fire everybody's going to be tested by fire amen Amen. are you there are you listening so God is going to test everybody with and by Fire. So expect it. But it's worth it. When I look back at a medical school, I did so many exams. No, I really suffered in the medical school. We have all kinds of wicked exams. Hmm? Hey. Oral exams. Clinical exams. Steeple chase, short case, long case. Oh, MCQs, multiple choice that if you haven't seen before, you cannot answer them. You never know where they get those questions from. Hey. But I passed through all. And it makes me a doctor. Yeah, I needed to pass through those examinations. So it's it's, it's a good thing. Because after passing through the exams, you become something that you were not. And until you go through, you will not become something that you are supposed to be. You have to go through. It's very difficult. But you have to go through. That's why sometimes when people are being sent, I say, let the people go. More waiting around, waiting around, hunger. It's not doing anything. The sooner you start falling into diverse temptations, <laughs> the better for you. Yeah. The sooner you start falling into diverse temptations, the earlier we are going to see how things are going to work out for you. Yeah. So don't be afraid. It's good. It's all good. Think about it. I am a doctor today. And I'm always glad that I'm a doctor. I've not regretted going to medical school. I'm very happy I did. I'm happy I followed the advice of my father. I was going to be a vet. And now I've just been passed. I'll see cows and dogs and say this one has this, this one has. But now I'm a doctor of human beings. It's a, it's a better. It's a better job. And I see more human beings than animals in my life. You get it? Yeah. So, that is the future. The future is one test after another. Sometimes when I see myself preaching on television or on a video, in fact, not sometimes, most of the time, when I see myself, I remember I don't, I don't think about the message. Everybody who is watching will be thinking about what I'm saying. But I'm always thinking about something else. Do you know that? Do you know what I think about when I'm when I watching a video? As soon as I see that video, I remember a problem that I was having at that time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I remember. So the when I see, I just, I just remember some of the troubles i was experiencing and things i was going through at that particular time that's all that it reminds me of telling you when i see the calligono cathedral and i see what is there i just remember the troubles (laughs) that we had there are you listening to me Yeah. yeah so brothers and sisters your life is going to be, eh, brothers, sisters and novices, (laughs) your life is going to be a life of various diverse testings, testing of your heart, testing of your soul, testing of everything about you until you come out better. Amen. Sometimes when a novice goes, I remember one novice he sent him when he went he started his church he thought people were going to come like how they come when you're on campus one person came two people came and I was explaining to you that is how it is but when you are a novice you think that things are just going to work out but God will help you Amen. I said he will help you Amen. he will bless you Amen. how many want to work for God Look, let me tell you, every other job is inferior to the job of working for It's Inferior. It's true. And it it is interesting that those who have chosen the ministry, even in their own fields, you know, I was talking to Robert, who, who, who was an elder. And he was telling me, he said, you know, the amount of experience that he has in construction and engineering. None of his mates has anything like that. It's, it's interesting that he who put aside the civil engineering has rather acquired so much experience, practical experience that a normal civil engineer at his time can never design such things. 20 years of experience. And big daddy, my architect, similarly, the same. It's wonderful. And even me, in certain things, I look and say that what I put aside, it is amazing that God has even given me something beyond sitting in the hospital to share paracetamol, <laughs> chloroquine augmenting injection iv fluids my job is far higher far superior the people that have come to work in the ministry they have been challenged you see being a pastor challenges if you are dull if you are dull don't come to the ministry because it's not a place for dull people you see, you have to learn how to handle people. People are the most complicated things to ever handle. Like many of you here, you are you are novices. But when you see that word novice, you you, you are dissociating yourself from that word. But almost everybody here is a novice.
2: How many realize that you are novices? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And even coming into full-time ministry. I remember one pastor. He was a lay pastor. He was so busy working for the Lord. As a lay pastor. He used to say to himself. What else can a person do for God? Other than how much I am doing as a lay pastor. But when he came into full-time ministry, he said to me, he said, it is amazing. (laughs) I am so busy, I cannot know what I am doing even. He said, there is a gap between lay ministry and full-time ministry that you can never even see. One day, he came to me, at that time he was a he was one of the lay Hinis. Do you know Le Hini? Le Le Manche.
3: And
1: I was preaching about the anointing. And he came to me and said, Bishop, I I want this anointing. (laughs) I want this anointing. And he said, he was telling me recently, he said, I remember. You just stood there and you said to me, Pastor, there is a price to pay. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to pay the price. He said, you always remember. That's all I said. There's a price. There is something you have to go through. Anointing are not raindrops that fall on everybody. There is something special that is given to special people who want God and want Him above everything else. Amen. Amen. Are you there? So, choose to live for God. And choose choose properly think about it and cure yourself because coming into ministry is like combining lay ministry full-time uh, It's is like combining long jump with triple jump high jump and then pole vault <laughs> quadruple you do all the four in one yeah and many people fall into the triple jump when they get; to they don't even get to the high jump or the pole vault. Think about it. One time, somebody came and said, "I want to work in ministry," and that's why it's good to start young because as soon as you stay a little, it's very difficult to come. So the person came for interview i want to work in the ministry so okay come apply when the person came and applied and sat there the people who have given the said, how much do you earn and then the person mentioned the amount so so and so so and so millions then we said can you be poor say oh yeah you see i think people think we are joking <laughs> can you be poor they think we are joking so they mentioned the amount said don't think of anything beyond this that you will get straight away i said the person had cleared the long jump and it was now time for the triple jump before they could even take the second, the legs got mixed up and then inside the sand. So we didn't even get to the pole vault. Yeah. You see, Jesus Christ, He never lowered the standard for anybody. He said, If any man wants to come unto me, any man, this is. This is how you jump. He didn't look at Randy and say, "Okay, Randy, quickly come over." Yeah. Then go back up. When he sees a poor person, say, uh-huh, "If any man wants to come to me, unless this, unless this, unless this, unless this, unless this." And then when he sees a nice person coming, and the person looks very voluptuous, and so, quickly come, come and pass over. <laughs> then when he sees, he said, uh-huh, "I was saying." If any man want to come, you see where it is. That is where you have to cross. Now, Jesus didn't do that. Jesus didn't do that. He always, he maintained it. When the rich man came, the rich man said, what must I do? Jesus said, honor your father, honor your mother, don't covet your neighbor's good. Don't covet your neighbor's wife. Don't covet any of those things, uh, 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 and so on. And then the man said, "I have been doing all these things." And Jesus looked at him and then put his hand there. He said, "Go and sell all that you have. Go and sell all that you have, and come and follow me." And the man looked at that and said, "Oh, I jump." Because he had crossed the long jump. He had crossed the triple jump. Now the high jump was coming. And he was looking at it. Was he not low white? not low white. No, 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 it's here. If any man, if any man, any man, any man, if any man were to come after me let him take up his cross and follow me yeah he didn't lower the standard for the rich man even though he, was, he could have called peter and told peter uh, peter uh, see me in chambers please <laughs> uh, you remember last week i told you about uh, the 12 apostles that i've appointed and uh, yeah you see there are times we need to make modifications <laughs> and i've uh, decided that um we should have about 13 apostles so you see this uh, rich man don't have any bad thoughts about it because we need money to finance the gospel and without money we cannot do much so I've decided that this uh, man it will be the 13th and after all because one of you may die at any time and then we he can, he can replace <laughs> I'm waiting for Judas to misbehave then. No? now, Same. You want to come? This is the jump. Now, the reason why you must come is because high jump is easier when you are younger. are Younger, there are some things you can do when you are younger. You have an adventurous spirit, you say, After all, I won't die. After all, what will happen to me? After all, these people are there, me too. I can be there. But when you are old, your bones will be stiff. You see the hijab, you say, Hey.
2: I'll do this, I'll do this, I'll do that.
1: When I was listen, when I was younger, I didn't think about a lot of things. You see these things that go up, down, this, that, all those things. I didn't think about it. But one day, I traveled somewhere I was with my children, and they said, "Daddy." Daddy, we want to go on this thing. I said, Oh, not be anything we go feed you. (laughs) Not be anything we go feed you. So I went on. And then the thing took us. Shaking us like this, moving. And as I was holding my child, I saw a hole in the place that you can come out such holes have not seen them before but by the time the thing came down even i became sick (laughs) and i said no from today no more all these adventures one day i went to kakum park have you seen the kakum park when you go and walk on there. I went to walk. I was walking on the thing. I said, "Oh, why? No be anything we go to do." So I was walking on the canopy. (laughs) You see, and the way it starts on the hill, and the hill goes down. So when you go, you can't see that you are going somewhere. But we went the first one, and they said "You, you cannot return. The thing is that you cannot return. And I go I said, do not swing the thing too much. And I was walking on the thing. Then I got to the place, and I looked back. I wanted to go back. Then I said, no, I have to go forward. And I went. Then, when I realized I was at the top of a very tall tree, and I said, what am I doing here? What am I doing here? I have passed this stage of adventures. And risk taking of risks, certain risks. I don't take it again. I said, I I don't know what made me come here. I regretted. So these days, when I pass by Cape Coast Junction, I see the Kakumba. I say, oh, I cannot come there again because th- there are some things you do them at a certain age you have bones that can move your spiritual bones will become hardened you will still know the same truths but you cannot jump a time will come when they mention the amount you say but right now you have zero so when they mention amount say hey, but it's better it's better than what i have today that's it but one day you may be there I remember one guy he was earning about twenty five million a month. Yeah. And he said he wanted to come full time to come and earn two million a month. And he came. When I look at his bones as he was jumping, I said, hey, Are you sure you can jump? But you if I give you two million, we will you not be happy with it? <laughs> Raise up your hands and thank God. You lift up your hand and say, glory be to God in the highest. You'll be singing hymns and psalms. Spiritual songs.
2: Shabaya. Neba Kabakabaya. Kabalo.
1: When it reaches a certain place there are things you can and I didn't know I thought everything everybody can do one day I went to England uh, the church there was having Agabato fest and there were these type of rides you see they go up down so I said oh not be anything. Do. so when you see there are some risks you don't think when you are young a risk is not doesn't have the same effect when you are younger yeah you, you do that you don't think about certain things when we got to the place where we were about to enter i saw a sign i've not seen such a sign before the sign said that if you have any heart disease or any problem with your heart pregnancy or any kind of problem please do not come for this thing <laughs> don't care, because you will die, you will die upstairs.
2: Hey!
1: Hey! Hey! But at that time, I was a bit younger. So I said, oh, wow, this cannot kill nobody be anything. So I just went. But later, on another date, I saw that the same thing. So one day, I went somewhere and I saw, they have invented a new type. That one doesn't go like this and all those things. No, that one, it is a, a room, a box, like that. And you go inside like a lift. Then it goes up high and it falls.
2: <laughs> it falls down straight. It falls straight down.
1: Hey, <laughs> you see. a lot of people are going to high it falls free fall and it goes into the ground i don't know how they break it for the brakes to come and it it falls and disappears and i see the people who come out i I look at this i said look this thing so Recently, I went somewhere with my children. I realized that no, based on my age and <laughs> what I can do, I took my little daughter. We went to sit on some small, <laughs> we were just going around. Lay, lay, lay ministry, <laughs> lay ministry. So, small, small. I was doing some small, small sketches with my, my small daughter. We are just going around. And, small, so. and then uh, this, uh, uh, uh the one that goes in merry-go-round of oh, one well, that you sit on the horse and it's going around. <laughs> I realize that that is the state that I wish. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you see, you realize that if you reach a place, the ministry that you can do is this. how small, you go like that. small, 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 like that. small, small, costly. small, small, costly. small, small, costly. small, 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 Preaching. I realized that the wild ones where you are dropping from the ground, going in the air, the one that they said the heart, where I saw this. If you have any heart, when I we went up, it reached a place like this. Uh, we were turning. When I when I looked out, <laughs> my God, and even you know when a car do you think that it can fall over
2: very, yeah. very high. You, wow.
1: all those things. You cannot do them again. Ringa, ringa, roses. Ringa, ringa, roses. Ringa, ringa, roses. With with
2: little, little children. Because you are too old for some things. Oh. (laughs) You are too old
1: for some things. Oh, boy. It's true. That's why many of you that's why I see these things i'm preaching i come to a lost camp but elderly elderly people's camp <laughs> i don't go i don't go there anymore <laughs> because what i'm preaching they cannot do it it's true they cannot do it they cannot do it not that they are bad but where they've reached they cannot yeah tell you. What I'm saying is a prophecy. Those of you say later. See you later God. See you after MBA, Lord. See you after PhD, Lord. See you after five years experience, Lord. You we'll come and when they, they, they show you the merry-go-round and then the other one that they are falling down. In fact, if I get that, I'll take a picture to come and show you. The people, whoosh, boom, underground. They will be standing there watching this day. Some people will come by and say, hey, what is the use of that? And you look at it and you ask yourself, "Why can people do such things? And that is, that is how people think about me. And think about some of you that's why in this, this same church you have people advising you that do you know what you are doing yeah. oh yeah i'm talking about pastors the, the, because because the same way that i will sit down and look at somebody going on right some right going in the air come down fall and say, look this thing is dangerous oh. and i can even bring incidents of accidents you see on discovery channel and so on history channel, how some of them have broken before and you see examples of tragedies combined with your old age and your inclination towards re- re- merry-go-round and other things, you will discourage the people. Yeah, that is why you meet people. They are not bad people at all. Take it from me. They are good. They are wise. They are experienced. But only that they have passed a certain stage of life and ministry no more possible for them no matter how they still love and and so don't be don't think it's strange when somebody comes say are you out of your mind you're going to where Nigeria why would you want to go to Nigeria because I'm going to send one of you more you see I'm just sending somebody lives in England that I'm sending him to not to Lagos no and I'm going now beyond going beyond other places other towns in the north and the east and other places and you ask yourself why it's because you are old that's why you ask you are not evil you are old one time i went with my children my boys and my little girls and the boys they are like this they said they want to go on this thing i said i cannot go on something like that so go i i'm staying with my little baby here i had one little and i'm going ringa ringa roses so i can show you a picture i'm just going like this. I cannot do those things now. I'm not evil. I'm not evil. I passed that stage. There is a stage for everything. You may not know there's a stage for everything. <clears throat> so when is there a stage for you to live for God and to work for him? Just, just
2: flew here. Yeah.
1: It will not always be nice. So when you bluff people who want to marry you, the time will come, you see that you've changed. You see that things are different. When it's time, it's time. And I want to say to you, it's it's your time. I said, It's your time. God will bless you as you flow with Him. Lift your hand and thank Him right now. we thank you, we praise you, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory in the name of Jesus. Thank
3: you, Lord, for your blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wayam Bella
1: Remingo, Sumerango, Peredile, Maradala, Mageneso, Mandale, Berdigo, Zomori del Bajane.
3: Men Sele de Dalla Oh, yes. Thank you,
1: Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord. We love you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. Hallowed ah, be thy name. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ. We praise you, God. In Jesus' name, Lord.
3: Man, de daripada 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 the daripada 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 mandando le <inaudible> due chiamando le 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 che servono più uscire i venti di cittadino sono molto le con i medici del consorzando di luce di tutti questi luci per i tutti
1: Father, thank you so much for the blessing, the opportunity that we have in you. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. Thank you for your blessing.
0: bless you for listening to this message visit daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages information on upcoming events and so much more make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week and remember god has not given you the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind